0: beer is about drinkability.
1: Doesn't matter the style.
0: You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm jet propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys
1: do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example, and this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think that's bullshit.
2: (laughs) I think it's bullshit too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle?
1: No. No. Look at a teabag fight You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can
2: I get another high five?
3: <laughs> now live from the brewing network studios in northern california this is the radio program for home brewers
0: craft brewers beer lovers and beer geeks it's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with
3: well expert
0: drinkers.
4: This is the radio program with a head on it.
0: This is The Session. Welcome everybody. It's The Session. Another Monday night in beautiful Northern California and we have some good beer to talk about today. We have Jason Ledford, from True Symmetry Brewing in Sassoon City, California. Jason, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, sir. Glad to be here. Now, you were supposed to be on the show, I think it was like March... 17th or something like that you're supposed to yeah. come into the studio and i remember um i was talking to you i believe it was you uh like from my porch or from my back like stoop or whatever going look dude i'm really sorry but like this whole covid like we can't we can't do the thing anymore um and i wasn't sure how that was going to go but you cursed at me a few times and um but ultimately you were fine with uh, postponing the show so i'm glad we could uh, finally get you back on man Yes,
4: sir. I'm glad to be here. It, uh, it's been a lot longer than I thought it would be uh, with <laughs> yeah. with the COVID situation, but hey, what are you going to do? What
0: are you going to do, man? Can't do anything about it. Um, today joining me is Teresa. Welcome back, Teresa. Teresa Pasu from Crooked Lane. And then, of course, the wonderful, handsome, big-headed Jamil Zaneshev from Heretic Browing Company. Hey. That, that's the Ukraine version. Yeah.
1: Ukraine part
0: of Fairfield. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I wanted Jamil on uh, mainly because you and, and Jason, you you guys have done a, a collaboration beer, and I know you guys uh, you know are good uh, friends and, and brewing buddies. So I thought that might be fun just to get you on as well and uh, chitter chatter a little bit about true symmetry and what's going on in that area because Sassoon City, for those of you who don't know, which was mainly me and Teresa about four minutes ago, uh, is really close to Fairfield.
4: You know, it's a soon, it as soon, I describe Sassoon as Fairfield's
0: backpack. Okay. Okay. Fanny pack would be would be good. Yeah. Back pocket.
1: Yeah. yeah now we're, we're, uh, our breweries are 10 minutes apart. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're flying. I'm just saying. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Very you'd probably, good. You probably take a drunken scooter from one, one to the other. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we should <laughs> no happen. you should just start the uh, scooter tours. You know, they have like uh, the, the beer bus tour that, the beer bike, where they make you pedal around, which I never really got. Like, why am I going to do this? I'll just walk. Uh, scooters, there you go, or a craft beer Segway tour.
3: Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> oh, craft beer Segways. We're quite close together, and uh,
1: I think when either one of us is really just sick of being at our brewery, we just go like, I'm going over to uh, True Cemetery, and you know, hang out there and have some beers, and you know. So we, we tend to spend works a lot of time.
4: works out even better for me because I get a cheeseburger at his place. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, man. While we're in our garages, because he lives, uh, you know, three-quarter of a mile tops from me.
4: Oh, wow. You guys it's are a few blocks away. Damn.
0: We're going to get into uh, into Jason's beer in a second. But, Jamil, I wanted to to mainly have you on because you are doing a uh, something brand new over at Heretic with the Evil 3 release. What are you guys doing uh, over there with that? Yeah,
1: so every year we've done this is our sixth year, I think, maybe six or maybe seven. Uh, doing Evil Three, which is a collab between um, Mike Tasty McDole, who we lost uh, this year, uh, and uh, Mitch Steele, and the three of us have been brewing this beer for for you know uh, years. And normally, the only way to get it, you know, are the first way to get it is you show up on Evil 3 Day, which is the day before the Super Bowl every year. And uh, you get in line and, uh, you know, you can get growlers filled up directly off the fermenter. You can pick up fresh six-packs. You can, you know, get kegs and all that sort of stuff. Well, because of the uh, the COVID, the pandemic, uh, this year we're doing it uh, online. So you can uh, purchase a uh, pre-order to pick up, uh, curbside pickup, you can um, uh, also purchase it to be shipped in within California. Wow! So, first time we're doing that. Which, uh, that's cool. It starts, it's working out pretty good. Um, it is limited, so um, if the show posts like in
0: June, uh, I'm just saying
1: it might be a little too late.
0: <laughs> no, that's I only do that for Bruce Strong's. With the session, I, I it's usually up by Wednesday. If that that the latest at the oh, latest, I see how it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is what happened, if man. His
3: face is on the show, it gets a little more priority. Yeah, well, I think I have, that's,
0: yeah. Well,
3: Prince Handsome is there. That's true. He'll make it happen.
0: I'm I'm busy playing Cyberpunk. I can't I can't uh, I can't be bothered <laughs> to do any work.
1: <laughs> it's it's a eleven and a half percent uh triple IPA. It's smooth, delicious, easy drinking. And um, this last year, we won the, uh, the Bistro Fest for Triple IPA uh, as wow. the best of Triple IPA, which I'm really proud of. And that's a hard know, I, one. Uh, or, Tacy was a big, big uh, uh, fan of that fest and was always uh, uh, really excited about it every year. And so, the fact that we were able to win it before uh, he passed, I think it was, it was just great. He, he really was excited about that. So.
0: Yeah, well, and you know, with Tasty, you you couldn't really tell if he was excited like facially, but if he was excited for an event, you can you can tell because he would be there. <laughs> That's really, you know, what I mean. That's the only like sort of bar- barometer because it's usually he just sort of had the same look on his face because right, right. he was he, high he drunk,
1: was like public uh, uh, facing thing, and then <laughs> when he thought nobody else was looking, he turned to you and got. Oh yeah. He'd, he'd tell you he was excited, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Do you guys change the recipe on that at all? Or is it the same? Uh, this year? No. And I don't think we did last year either. Uh, it, you know, it took, it took
1: probably four or five, four years or so before we really got it dialed in where, you know, I could not think of any more changes that I want to do. and Nobody else could. And we all thought it was really tasting great. And so, um, we, we, we settled on that. Now, it doesn't mean we won't in the future. It just depends on how the ingredients are doing. So, you know, a lot of the stuff that we brew with for that, you know, the hops and things like that, they, they come in earlier in the year. So we have a chance to kind of evaluate some of the ingredients we'll be using
0: oh, yeah.
1: before okay. we brew that beer. And so, uh, you know, we'll, you know, tend to uh, uh, try and figure it out ahead of time and then make Make a little tweak if we need it, but this last couple of years it really hasn't been necessary. It, mm. It's usually necessary when there's huge shifts in the weather uh, in the growing season. It's like you know, super wet uh, growing season, super dry growing season. It was hotter, it was sh- shorter by a few days. All that stuff tends to mess it up. So, um, but other than that, we're I, I think we're
4: really delicious strong. last year. Really good.
1: Yeah. So it's it's the same same recipe as last year. Okay. Good. Good job.
0: Um, how can people pre-order this? What do they do?
1: Uh, they go to our website, hereticbrewing.com uh, and uh, not heretic brewery, hereticbrewing.com <laughs> and there's uh, a, a link there for ordering and go there and you'll see Evil 3 pre-orders and you can order it to uh, pick up
0: or for
1: uh, delivery nice. And delivery is not very expensive.
0: That's the, the, the thing about... You know, COVID and and the lockdown, and Teresa, you guys had to pivot to do this too. Was delivery options, Mm -hmm. and you're right. The shipping prices on on beer isn't considering what you're getting. You're getting brewery fresh beer delivered right to your door, reasonable amount of dollars, and and it's heavy. Yeah, Uh, heavy. heavy.
1: (laughs) And uh, so we're using uh, what used to be called Golden State Overnight. I don't know what they're called now. Mm-hmm. But they're actually really it's good.
3: they still are GSO, but they're I think their website is GLS.
1: Yeah, they changed it to something else, but
3: yep. it pretty much just takes a day
1: yeah. to go anywhere yeah. in California. Anywhere in California. Right, so it's fresh. And it's like twenty something dollars for a half case, and I think like thirty dollars for a full case, I wanna say. So like it. San Diego. Yeah. I mean that that's pretty
0: cheap. If they've you want, got a, they've got a good uh, thing going. Yeah, if you want some Evil Three, and you live in San Diego or anywhere, <laughs> anywhere outside of two hours, it's going to be worth in, it for in you Eureka, and gas. Man. Yeah,
3: for you sure. know, and you can't drive there.
0: Yeah, you can't drive there. Don't drive there because you know, in, in case. Uh,
3: <laughs> but you can get some get some good beer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool. All right, so just hereticbrewing dot com. Sign up for uh the pre order amount. What do you get? There's a limit, I'm I'm sure you can't buy like a thousand of these things.
1: No, no, no. We're 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 limited. We're trying to make it so everybody can get uh, you know, a taste of the evil three. It's uh you know, it's pretty generous limits. It's like a case or so. Oh wow.
0: That is very generous. You know what I saw on that website of yours? You know the whole newfangled website is that if you if if you're going to the the brewery, you're filling growlers off the tanks,
1: off like the bright right. tanks.
0: We've done that every year.
1: Oh wow! This year we're pre, you know, or we're we're only filling new growlers uh, to avoid any sort of potential for any sort of you know cross contamination of COVID. Uh, so we'll we'll fill new growlers and then you can pick up a new growler. Um, you know it's only a couple of bucks for a new growler. We don't charge anything other than what it costs us.
0: So, I wish I liked triple IPAs, man, because it sounds great. Yeah,
3: <laughs> well, sounds <laughs> amazing. You, also- you gotta just drink one per year, JP. I think you'll live.
1: I don't know. Oh, I'll We've live. Got to. I won't. We've I won't. Also got our small five barrel group tank coming, and so I'm gonna make a bunch of beers that you like.
0: Yes, you are. <laughs> I will probably, I will give you a list. I'll email right. it over to you. Oh, maybe we can finally do that collab that we were supposed to do uh, 10 years ago. Yeah, I remember. Don't worry, JP. You'll be you'll be first on my list.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're out, you're out, you're out at the top. <laughs> Staley, Staley got his done and then everybody else, stuff like Do you work at Disneyland? Yeah, <sighs> then I can't
0: really help you. No, I don't. I don't, but I would. I don't know. Anyway, uh, well, that's cool. So uh, everyone, uh, check out uh, com. Support the boy, especially if you live in California. If you know people in California, maybe they can be your proxy and, you know, uh, hang out and and grab these beers for you. But that sounds really cool. And the day before the Super Bowl for, uh, for the locals, that's a perfect time. Who's calling me? Get out of here, Beverly. Beverly, I'm working. Bevo just called me. She's supposed to be in the chat room. (laughs) <laughs> if you need, doing the show. yeah she should be in the chat room right now doing the show with me but you know whatever what are we gonna do jason you down the side me. thank you for uh, hanging on while we let Jamil talk run his mouth Well, that's over.
4: what he i'm used to i'm used to it that's kind of that's his mo I'm yeah fully, i'm fine with it
0: gosh
4: i patiently wait and listen <laughs>
1: yeah i'm dropping pearls here Pearls. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wisdom. All wisdom.
0: That's what he calls right, his pants. Right, right. Pearls. So let me ask you, Jason. Are you, I imagine you're some kind of home brewer. I don't know, man. How did you get involved in craft beer? What are you, what are you doing with your life where you have a brewery right now? What's happening?
4: How'd yeah. You, you I lost my mind, basically. I yeah. went and ruined a good hobby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Tell back me about in, it. it was like 99. My wife got me a little homebrew kit for Christmas and. I think it was the same year uh, Jamil got his from his wife, oddly enough. And I uh, made some really crappy beer for a while, but of course I thought it was great. Everybody liked it. Then it got a little bit better over the years, kind of kept up on it. Just read everything I could get my hands on and slowly had spent more and more money on homebrew equipment to the point of uh, ridiculousness probably. And uh, I joined uh, the Greenbelt Brewers Association like in 2010, 11, something like that. The green is it's a homebrew club out of Davis. Okay. Great, great group of guys and, and gals brewing up there. And started entering some competitions and getting a few ribbons and going, okay, this is pretty cool. My career, uh, I can retire at age 50. So at some point, I got the idea, well, hey, I'll be retired fairly young and this I'll, I'll need some sort of job. So maybe I can open up a brewery. So we started kind of trying to figure out <laughs> how to go about that. Yeah, and ended up opening a little sooner than we probably should have uh, because I've been doing my regular job and this now for about three years. Okay, it's pretty brutal right now, but uh, I retire in six months.
0: Damn! What's your? Uh, can yeah. we talk? It sounds like your job is secretive. You work for the government? No, or- I am
4: a uh, police sergeant. Nice for the uh, Bay Area Rapid Transit. Uh, based out of Oakland, I run the canine program. So I've worked with canines for majority of my career in one respect or another. I was a handler. I've run the unit as a supervisor before, and I've, I'm running it again right now. Oh wow! Um, sort of my I, I can make a, a decent beer, and uh, I could train dogs. That's 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 my skill set. That's about <laughs> yeah, it.
0: That's right, man. Oh, that's awesome. How is yeah. how is Bart doing? For those you don't know, Bart's like our our the Bay Area well Bay Area Rapid Transit. It's our little train system out here. Those of you who've been out here to like for NHC or whatever uh, in 2008, I think, are, are probably very uh, you know familiar with with Bart. But uh, Bart's not doing too well either with the pandemic, huh?
4: Yeah, it's tough because nobody's on the train, so yeah. ridership is is down a lot. So they're not bringing in the revenue that they were. So there's a lot of changes afoot. They've they've modified schedules. They've done all kinds of stuff. They're still, Damn. you know, providing the best service that we can and doing everything that needs to be done to get people around. But yeah, it's tough right now. Just like every every other industry, it's yeah, it, it ain't easy. No,
1: go
0: charge eight dollars to go four city blocks, but that's you yeah. Know.
4: You're 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 welcome. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> that's my idea. That was my plan. Yeah. That's why <laughs> I can retire. By <laughs>
4: yeah. So I actually had <laughs> saved up a bunch of vacation time. And in 2014, I got approval from the then chief of police. I got into the brew lab program in Sunderland, England. And part of the the thing was, hey, you know, ultimately, I want to open a brewery and it's a lot of money. So I'm going to need to take on investors, perhaps, or I'm going to need somebody to really invest in their building for me, because I'm not made of money. And having that little bit of education behind is a little you know shows a, a lot more than just some guy making beers in his garage so uh i actually got to go i think my wife only said yes cuz she thought that the boss was going to say no
0: he'll <laughs> <And, laughs> never do it it's fine. yes yeah. go go
4: yeah and he was like okay sure go ahead so uh yeah i went to england for like 12 weeks wow and uh went through their program. It's a diploma in British brewing technology. So I've always really enjoyed European beers, English beers, Belgian beers, things like that. So um, it was a good fit for me. I don't have the prereqs to get into Davis's program. I actually had gone back to junior college and was taking some of the math and science uh, to, to build up my, uh, my uh, transcripts so I can try to get into Davis's program. But I have a degree in uh, organizational communications, and I was actually a radio disc jockey. Uh, before I got into police oh, work. Oh,
0: nice.
4: So, uh, yeah, it didn't help a lot with trying to get into any kind of science program, let's just
0: say. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure it didn't help you with your with your job either. I mean, maybe if you were working dispatch, but...
4: <laughs> yeah, well, it was just one of those things. I was on the air uh, doing the overnights making peanuts, and my older brother was a police officer in the Bay Area. And I went and rode with him a couple times, and I was like, oh, I could do this. This is all right. Nice. And uh, now it's been... Uh, Almost 27 years. Though. Crazy.
0: Crazy, man. Crazy. So, uh, you went to England. That sounds pretty fun. And uh, what, what were you focusing on over there? I know it was, it was British brewing, uh, you know, practices or whatever, but is that very different than, you know, American brewing practices? Yeah,
4: at the time when I went, it was mostly cask, um, oh, yeah, the school. Okay. So, we would uh, design and brew every week in the lab at the school. And we also would get farmed out to work at a brewery. So I worked at like nine different breweries in Northern England while I was there. So it was really cool to see all these different systems and how they work and everything else. Um, So, yeah, it was a a lot of experience pretty quick, Mm -hmm. uh, just to have different things. I mean, you weren't there long. You were there for a day or so. But putting that all together, you could get kind of an idea. And then I didn't mention, but I also uh, Chris Miller out of Berryessa Brewing, I'd bring in my homebrew when he opened up, and he kind of took me under his wing for about six years. I'd go out there on the weekends and help out, basically cleaning stuff or whatever he needed, and just kind of grabbing information.
0: Okay,
4: um, that, that guy's a hop wizard. So,
0: so that's a long picking ro- up
4: anything I could.
0: Yeah, that's a long road for you. That's a lot of. Uh, I would be very anxious and antsy to get to get going.
4: Yeah, I, yeah. I was. Yeah. But the other side, like I said, working full time and commuting down to the Bay Area, um, it was a it was a lot and then opening the brewery and then going through the construction phase. So I was able to, to, to broker a deal in the shopping center. It's an old shopping center. It's assume. that's never really had much in it. So, um, the guys that own it were, are great to us. They did all the work for us and we didn't pay rent until we opened up. I mean, we still had pretty steep investment, um, all the equipment and the bar and, you know, the tap room, but they did electrical and subterranean and lighting. And I mean, uh, uh, ADA stuff, the bathrooms, the framing. They they did a lot of work for us to get us in there nice. and gave us a really nice price too for a shopping center space. Wow! But doing all that and working full-time has, has been really rough. And coming up in retirement, now I can really start ramping up. We kind of overbuilt the brew house a little bit. <laughs> I'm <laughs> waiting for Jamil to start laughing. <laughs> um,
1: so the uh, brew house is an eight-barrel brew house. I'm just all, just- the ta- all the tanks are... Wait to, to admit which one of your friends gave you the best brewing advice, yeah.
4: Bray. Uh, that would be you, but I didn't listen to you
1: though. I'm just saying, I'm,
4: you know, <laughs> don't, don't do that? it, don't do it. What's wrong with you? Were you dropped on your head many times as a child? Was that am, am I does that sound about right? Yeah. So, uh yeah, the whole thing, you know, it's been it's been a, it's been a rough go the last few years, and then we were really yeah. picking up, but brewing eight barrel batches and going into sixteen barrel tanks, and with the intention of double batching down the road when we get there, and we were there, and then COVID hit, so we're back down to kind of doing single batches again, and just keeping stuff going. Um, but it's actually it might be a blessing in disguise a little bit because having other jobs. It gives us the ability to keep all of our people working, which has been great because we have like eight, nine employees, I think. And so we've been able to keep everybody working and coming in and doing all the bar stuff. And, you know, we're relying on our, our wages from our other jobs to kind of keep us afloat. Yeah. And then down the road, we can switch that over. So,
0: so when you said that you overbuilt the brew house, that your, 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 your plan was to do double batches into the larger fermenters.
4: Right. And and hoping that we would have gotten to that. Like we were we were on the cusp of just starting to do that when COVID hit. So yeah. um I can do probably about eight times the volume that I'm doing now. Um, if not more, if we really, really push things through. So we have a ability to grow. I'm not looking to take over the world or do a ton of distribution. I, we have a huge tap room. And we bring in live music and we do trivia on Sundays and our art thing was kind of a community space. And what's cool is it's my hometown, Sassoon. Uh, my parents just live like three minutes away from my brewery. And so my pops is down there all the time hanging out Nice. just just because he, I think he wants to probably just go do something, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. um, and I know a lot of people around uh, Sassoon and Fairfield. I went to high school just on the other side of the highway that that the brewery's on. So it's, it's kind of cool having that community space, and we've got a bunch of neighbors that live behind the brewery that have met each other there, and they might only live a few houses down from each other, and they've lived there for years and never knew each other. So it was a really cool wow. vibe that we had going, so I'm hoping we get back to that real soon.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice, man. That would be very nice. Uh, well, let's crack one of these beers, man. You sent like 100 beers over. Um, I think I want to start with the English Mild. And, uh, That's a good one, Jamil. I'm assuming you've had this before.
1: I've, I've if, if he's brewed it, I've had it.
0: Okay, and Teresa. But, again, said, I apologize. Again,
1: we are a scooter ride right away, and like I said, when when uh, when you're frustrated with your own brewery, what do you do? You go to somebody else's brewery. <laughs> I'm over there all the time.
4: <laughs> Vice versa. I,
1: I, I don't so, think need for a beer since his opening day. So uh, wow,
4: yeah. Um, and that beer, actually, I made it my buddy Ian Elliott from the Greenbelt Brewers. Uh, we're real good friends. We hang out all the time and stuff, our families. Um, it's his original homebrew recipe that we kind of uh, adapted to work into our system and put it together. But he's he's won a bunch of ribbons with that beer, and it's just really, really nice. 3.9%. Oh, super man. drinkable.
0: Yeah, look at that color, man. Very Such light, a fun
3: <laughs> beer style. We've never really done a mild. I've done a bitter and a special bitter, but uh, yeah, never mild. I would, love, I would love to have like fifteen barrels of mild. That'd be great. Me too. Yeah, let's just, true, but. yeah,
4: it's not, it's not running out the door, you know, quickly. But yeah. uh, it has its, it has its fans.
3: Yeah, For sure.
0: No, this is, uh, it's great, man. It's very smooth, very malty. You got a lot of. Uh, well, tell me, can you give me the recipe or at least some of the malts? Yeah, that are it's Maris
4: Otter base, and then. Um, I probably dig it out. I actually brought my recipes all home, so I could. Uh, but I, I probably should have yeah. gotten some sort of uh, order. Oh, that's all right. Um, classic
0: styles are over there. I won't waste time on it.
4: It's yeah, it's some crystal malt, some uh, uh, Simpsons. I like Simpsons crystal malt. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me. Get, let
0: me get my recipe book, and it's just brewing classic yeah. styles. Um,
4: here it is. Yeah.
0: There it is. Actually, it's on the other computer.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, this
0: is uh, it's very easy drinking, man, and you know Jamil and I have talked a little bit about how hard it is to brew styles like this, not because you know technically, I mean, technically it's it's you know as difficult as anything else, I guess, but it's it's hard to sell beers like this. Yeah. especially nowadays. Do you, do you find that over you know <laughs> your your ten minutes of, uh, <laughs> of patch down the road or uh, yeah, or what?
4: absolutely. Um, what's nice though is that you we're running twenty taps, so I can put this on tap. I don't have to worry about that handle for a little while, and I could push through about 14 different hazies while uh, while that one's uh, taking up some space. <laughs> so it all works out. It, it fits into the schedule. It gives me a little bit of a pause where it's like one less handle that I'm I'm flipping around super quick. because yeah. we're you know we're doing eight barrel batches, so we're going through beer pretty quick. And before the last shutdown, I have a bunch of draft accounts, so I push a fair amount of kegs out, um, Solano and Contra Costa. Okay, where I was. Yeah. So some of these go quicker than others. But this this kind of beer is not one where one of my tap rooms that buys from me is like, oh, okay, let me get a cake. You have a mild. Oh, let me get that. Yeah, it's going to really <laughs> go quickly.
0: Do you think it's the name? But
3: it, you know, I, I feel like people feel like it's really important. Like your, your tap room customers, they notice when you yeah. have that beer. And sure. it means way more to them than like seven different hazy beers. Like they're really excited to see that you have a mild even if they don't order it, but once, you know, it's, it's still a really cool
4: thing. Yeah. It's definitely a nice option. And that's one. it's one of the beers that I'll drink. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the ones that we put on tap kind of for ourselves too, where you can enjoy it. And if I'm walking around the tap room all in the evening when, when we were open and, and chatting with people, it's nice. You can sip on a few of these and not fall over, you know?
0: Do you think it's the style name mild?
1: Like, if it, well, I think, you know, what I mean? Mean, didn't you change no. the name of one of yours? I did. So we put it on as a, uh, you know, uh, name was Dark Mild or whatever, and nobody bought it. And I changed the, it to classic British Brown Ale or something like that. Ken from Device it was like, change the names of it. <laughs> and uh, we changed the name and sales went through the roof.
3: Yeah, I, I, I changed my bitter to a Pub Ale and that went <laughs> way better. <laughs> BCIC is what
1: I'm calling the next one.
0: And they're just going to get this thing that looks like Newcastle. You're like, wait a minute.
3: <clears throat> you're like, just drink it. I don't Did understand. Do you
0: like it? Did you like it? Okay. Yeah, because I feel like, especially especially in the in the in the beer drinking culture, I, I was going to say these days, but I, I don't think it's really changed. It's like you 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 sort of w- gravitate towards like aggressive naming or aggressive schemes or aggressive flavors. Like look look how popular the Arrogant Bastard was. It's not because that beer is good. It's because of the name.
4: Yeah. Marketing is a big deal. Yeah. And I, I get, I get shit from Jamil all the time. Um, he hates my beer names <laughs> uh, because I mean, if, if you look, if you look at your, you know, you think of a cool name, you're like, Oh, I'm going to use that. You look on untapped 48 breweries have already used it. Yeah. So I use like weird, obscure movie lines or whatever I have in my head. I keep like a running list of idiot names that I can draw on and people actually kind of expect it from us now.
1: Well, in God's life, part you are trying to not use other people's names, so I try at least you're you, you're doing that, and that's what you, you end up really struggling because you come up with a cool name. That's like, well, somebody else already has it. It's, yeah, it's, it's a real struggle. I
4: have a new uh, nautical themed beer coming out called Evil Finn. Is that cool? Can I? <laughs> is that, that going to work? No, evil <laughs> I, with no. evil
0: with a Y, and I think yeah, you could. Right. I think you definitely I'll definitely. throwing that out there. Yeah. Evil Ben, yeah, and
4: it's too easy. So yeah, we have really stupid beer names most of the time. So what's the name for the mile? <laughs> give me your stupid beer what's name for the oh, mile? that one. I, that one is you actually give really some examples. cool.
3: Examples. We need yeah. a little. We need yeah.
4: a. Yeah. That one's a cool name. That one is actually called decidedly English. I hate it. I'm kidding. I don't know. See? Yeah. <laughs>
3: see, and that's
1: what he thinks is a really cool name. He
4: yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the that's the pinnacle of success for my beer naming. That's it. <laughs> decidedly oh, English. That's the, that's the apex. That's the top of the hill, right? Did it that's come from it. like
0: uh, a Friends episode, or what? Like,
4: no, I don't even know. No, I think that was actually the name of uh, one of my homebrews that I had entered in competition. I think actually I originally was calling my brown that which we have on tap now called Perfect Tuesday, uh, <laughs> which that's another story. <laughs> uh, it used to be called uh, Random Tuesday, and
1: then no, we like had it on a- Random Tuesday. <laughs> that's <so> or, <laughs> Tuesday, Right. And I'm like, this beer's delicious. And he's like, yeah, it doesn't sell that well. I'm like, who's the name of <laughs> box? <laughs> like, how about like a, a a beautiful Tuesday or whatever? I, I think that said beautiful Tuesday. So I said, you rename it beautiful Tuesday, it'll sell. And of course, he couldn't do that. So he with yeah. like a perfect
0: Tuesday or whatever. Right? Yeah. And what happened to <laughs> Still was a, still was a hot ticket. Hot ticket Tuesday. after that. Yeah. I mean, if it were true that that, beer, that bad beer names didn't sell beer, the Rare Barrel wouldn't have any sales. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but you can make it trendy and cool by being sour.
0: Well, that is true. I mean, I, I will say the Rare Barrel beers, uh, and I'm, of course I'm kidding, Jay, don't worry about it, but like, you know, their their beer names are, and we beat this to death already, but their beer names are like sort of, you know, literary right like they, oh, yeah, they use like sure. yeah, fancy right. words oh, and whatever no, like hipstery. yeah. hipstery hipstery yeah what for you sure. mean. yeah
3: which is perfect for the, for where for they those are beer. yeah
0: 100 uh wow that's a good beer man i like it thank you i'm gonna take a break also i'm gonna do that and then uh, we're going to come right back and uh, drink some more beers and talk a little bit more about uh, bring practices, how things are going with COVID, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. The, the good things in, in life that we're going to be talking about. Maybe we'll tackle the, I don't know, what do you think, Schwartz beer next? Sure. That'd be a good uh, oh, order Schwartz to go beer. to. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, everyone, stay tuned real fast. It's the session. We'll be right back.
4: Segmented, dementia.
3: Fermented. Fermented.
0: It's the session. Thanks for hanging on, everybody. We're here with Jason from True Symmetry Brewing. I'm going to jump into this Schwartz beer, Jason, but I do want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, you, you, well, like we talked about before, you were sort of shut down for COVID. Um, have you guys had to do any pivoting or, or how are you guys surviving? The, the, yeah the, the quite COVID a bit era.
4: so you know designing the place to be pretty much all you know 90 percent in-house sales with a huge tap room and live music and all that we can't do any of that we actually uh bought a, a little canning machine from wild goose called the gosling so we started messing around with that it, um, prior to that and then we still use behind the bar we have a little dixie canner and we had it made for 16 ounces so we have a CO two purger. We basically fill beers off of the tap and can them up and label them. And customers come in; they could order online or they could uh, just come in and take their beers to go. And we could keep our bartenders working that way. So it's it's worked out enough to where we're paying the rent and our employees' paychecks. Wow! So that's, that's all you can solid. ask for, man. So we're yeah. selling enough beer for that, but yeah. it's it's tight. It's definitely you know. Uh, a a huge pivot on how we deal with things. I mean, I have this gigantic tap room that I pay for every square foot in there and we can't use it. It's, it's a little frustrating. I understand, but we want to be responsible and we, you know, I'm kind of a rule guy. We kind of follow the rules.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You think Um,
4: (laughs) weird, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, we're doing our best to, to make sure that everybody's safe and you know, our employees go down and they wipe everything down and we have a little timer that goes off and the doors and, everything get wiped down. And we were doing fine too with the, when we had, cause it was like 20, what, 25% and then we had 50% capacity or vice versa or something. Yep. And even with that, I think our capacity, our tap room is, is like 270. Hmm. So we can still fit enough people in there that if we, even at 25% and then we have a big patio outside too, you know, we were doing fine, but now with this last shutdown, it's been even tougher because I think, there's like customer fatigue where originally everybody's like support your local brewery let's go out i'm gonna buy all these cans and and now people are like eh, eh. and you just aren't seeing the the crowds coming in the way they were to to make those to-go purchases i, I think once we open up again um it you know to the 25 or 50 percent would be great uh, we're gonna see we're gonna have to really stay on top of cleaning things because as i think especially in Solano County where we are, people are just dying to go out and do something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hope not that
0: long. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we're getting more vaccine rollouts and, you know, we got the super pods. I'm sure everyone's heard about those. We're like uh, Cal expo and, you know, down in LA, they're going to have five of these giant vaccination sites. They're going to crank out a thousand people a day. Yeah, Hopefully. that'll be great. Yeah, I mean, I I, I read some headline where it's like It'll only
3: take a, a, a couple of weeks at most to to do at a thousand a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Problem would be solved by June for sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, look, man, it's
0: it's better than five hundred people a day. You know what I mean? I mean, right now there's like a couple of hundred. It's not it's not going well. Um, yeah. I I was able to get the first the first round of the vaccine. And uh, unfor- uh, I say unfortunately because I feel incredibly bad about it. But through my wife's work, she works at like senior living uh, healthcare, and they allotted like a certain amount to the, all of the communities.
1: You look like one of the seniors at her senior living.
0: I feel like, trust me, I feel like one. Well, and, and some of them were just not going to take it. They didn't want to. Okay. So they had these extra doses and they're like, well, we should, you know, we should give them to the family members too. So everyone, And I'm like, <laughs> Tara and I are both like, look, we don't do anything where I don't need, like, please give this to somebody else. They
1: should just be vaccinating
0: everybody.
3: Uh, But the the clock is ticking on those doses. The clock is ticking. So if I have a couple of friends that got vaccinated the same way, just, you know, they knew somebody and they, they were like, Hey friends, like who wants to run over here? Like right now? Just, just do them all. Just to, yeah. and everybody. Well,
0: and don't, don't feel guilty. And that's why, I, that's the only reason it. I don't feel bad about it, is because literally, if I didn't have that appointment, I was the last person there that day. They would have, it would, have, it would, that would have gone to waste. That dose would now, have literally gone to waste.
1: Now, I heard you, you, you elbowed Mr. Jensen, a uh, 99 year old uh, World War II survivor. Yeah, but uh, he, the way he was
0: asking it. for it, dude. He should have get faster with that Walker.
1: <laughs> he really should
0: have. But he it was
1: Walker. I mean, come on. Yeah. What's I, matter?
0: I tell you though, man, watching it like it was CVS who did it, and they were so inept, and it took. I was there for an hour and a half, and they had ten people to vaccinate. They couldn't. They couldn't figure out the timing for like thawing the doses out. Then they law lo- every single time they gave they gave a shot. They had to go. How many do we have left? Because e- e- either you can get five or six out of the vial. They don't know. They but need it- to get veterinarians involved.
3: <laughs> they need to get anybody. They're gonna talk dentists, veterinarians. They're, they're talking
0: dentists, so I, uh, I was like, "Doc, you got to get in on this." He goes, "I'm looking at it to see." So that's where we're at, like. And so, anyway, that's the whole point of bringing that up is that it's it it is not going well. However, things hopefully will be better once we get more you know more people doing it. But man, it was it was I was. Shocked at how how shoddily run this thing was. It's like you can go get flu vaccines all the time at CVS. They've, they've done this before. Why am I waiting in line for an hour and a half? It's so shoddy, it's like the bring note. It really is.
4: They're opening up to first responders um now. So my business part, so it's my wife and I. So my wife is really the the boss. I'll say that first and foremost sure i'm the idiot that makes the beer she actually runs the business yeah and then we have my business partner jesse i was going to have him come on the podcast as well but we call him silent jesse so <laughs> he probably wouldn't
0: be really really good at
4: radio yeah. he's a firefighter paramedic so he's already had his first round he gets his second soon and then i think i'm signed up to go like next week to get my first
0: oh nice first one nice awesome yeah it <clears throat> get was this thing moving it was it oh man, it was weird. But uh, you know, I've 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 have I've read that like already the the vaccines that are happening in California are starting to at least stabilize the numbers. So hopefully hopefully there's already an impact of it. Hmm. Um
1: rounding up uh, vaccine
0: talk. Yeah. Back- what? Get closer to your microphone. What are you doing? Laying on the couch?
1: Yes. All right. After beer. Okay.
0: <laughs> After vaccine talk. Yeah, for sure,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> The
0: uh, recent true symmetry
1: beers has been the uh, the Fairfield Fog. I think he should have called it Sassoon Fog and not uh, uh, you know misappropriate uh, Fairfield when he's not located in Fairfield.
4: Wow. Well, let's just say this answer that. It wasn't take It wasn't taken yet, and so I plan on taking Fairfield over anyway. That's right. That 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 little brewery you have over there. I'm sorry, you don't know it yet, but we're gonna we're gonna take over.
1: <laughs> nice. nice you know you come over you take over
0: the the bathroom stall i'm just saying whoa easy yeah easy. Jeez, louise <laughs> um let's talk about the schwartz beer what's the dumb name for this one uh it's actually midnight at noon that's pretty good right it's, no. it's it sounds like a 70s country song it's not it's not awful i've heard worse it's because it's low ABV, it's something uh-huh. you
4: could drink in the afternoon. Yeah, but it's a Schwartz beer. No, I get it. And so we modeled it a little heavier, a little, little yeah. beefier. It's you know, it's got some nice roastiness to it. it the but over the top kind of
1: marketing. I'm just saying, it's delicious.
0: I like it. That's very good. What's the ABV on this one? Did you just say I think it's like five? Oh, yeah, it says four eight. Look at that.
1: Okay,
4: even better. <clears throat> I tried to uh, send some beers your way that I know you would enjoy.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. And then I got a double, a triple IPA or something, and a hazy IPA, and, and a peanut club. butter thing. Oh, our triple, like- our
4: triple's coming out actually probably the weekend before uh, Evil Three. <laughs> I dry hopped it a couple of days ago. Can you it's pre-order got a fantastic it? Fantastic
0: name. Can you pre-order
4: online? Um, you can pre-order when you come into the bar, and then uh, we'll make make it for you. We'll get it ready. Mm. No, actually, we're probably going to do a run. I'm getting some labels made for it. So, um, yeah, we're going to do something on our website where you can get them, but.
1: They'll, they'll
4: okay. put in the cans that
1: that 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 I sold
4: yes. <laughs> that's yes. right i get all my cans from heretic
0: okay it's called it's <laughs> because called
4: cuz i have photos of him in compromising positions oh yeah so that helps me uh you know basically twist his arm to get cans at his price cuz nice. i buy like a a pallet or a half pallet at a time which is if you buy from one of these retailers it's ridiculous mm-hmm. um they mark these things up like crazy where he gets truckloads of it
0: are they just and, blanks uh, and then you put your own my
4: pickup them? truck and yeah. put a pallet in the back and take it over there and we're good for a while you
0: know? nice and there uh, are they blanks
1: yeah
4: yeah yeah, yeah. then we sticker them. okay but, you
1: know, the, the, the thing is we're friends and we're we, we support each other and um you know, I, I think when when you were you were asking, you're just like, "Hey, I'm thinking of setting up like ten miles from here." I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." You know, I I, I do believe that the more breweries you have in an area, the better it is for the breweries in that area. It's like restaurants, you know. For sure. Every time there's like a, a a row of restaurants on a street, all of them do better. Well, other than the real crappy ones, right? <laughs> You know, the ones that are decent, actually, hey, they're business. I'm still,
4: I'm still here. I'm right here. <laughs>
1: <They're, All> right. <laughs> it's not because more people come to the area. If we could get, you know, 20 breweries in the Fairfield area and the Sassoon backpack, uh, you know, we get a lot more people coming from out of the area to to come and visit. And so, you know, a lot of times people come visit my brewery and, you know, because they've heard of us. And then <laughs> I'm just like. You know, would you still like uh, some more beer? You know, uh, I, I got a friend of mine who makes great beer. His brewery's is just, just down the road. Let me take you over there. And they're like, okay, sure. So, I mean, how many times have I come over with, you know, people wanting free beer? Often.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm going to bring all of it's my leeches. It's a good
1: thing. It's a, thing. it's a good thing. Yeah, I'm
0: going to bring my um, leeches to your house. And there you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're a, we're a real uh, mutual support society. You know, we we, yeah. we help each other. Uh, Jason ended up with a, a glycol tank, a five hundred gallon glycol tank that uh, he didn't need anymore. He he brought it over to to my place, and set it up in the distillery. Uh, you know, so we we have a lot of uh, you know mutual support for each other.
4: Yeah, he's been heretic and Jamil's been great. I mean just as an old home brewer guy, you know, and opening up in the shadow of, of the heretic and Budweiser's literally what a mile and a half from me. It, it's a scary, scary thing to do because you're, you're going to get compared to, you know, some, some really good beer. So you have to make sure you're doing everything right and um, pay attention to detail. If Somebody's coming to spend some money on a pint in my place. I want to make sure that, they, they get something good. You know, it's nothing worse than going somewhere and spending your money and you're like, what is this? Yeah. You know, it's,
0: well, it freaks people out, man. I mean, you know, and, and yeah. it's, it's easier, I guess, to get around or maybe you can excuse. I don't know. I think it's harder to reconcile spending your money and going, what is this? I got the store. You know, I feel like maybe people yeah. and all three of you can correct me because I'm probably wrong. But like, if you're at a tap room, I feel like you can go, okay, well, maybe this isn't really whatever. But if you're at the store and you spend it's your money on a six pack, it's like this is this not
1: is a crappy beer. And hey, you know, but I'm yeah. stuck here, so okay, all
0: right. So I'm forced yeah. to like at least at least no, then you can <laughs> at least at least then you can try something else <laughs> on the board, right? But if you buy like a six pack of that <laughs> Schwartz beer, and you're like. Ah, what are you gonna do, right? <laughs> You're
3: like, I don't I didn't even know what that Schwartz thing was, you know, now <laughs> I'm stuck with this weird beer.
0: Yeah, for sure. Full oh, garbage. <laughs> well,
1: so one of my, my one of my favorite beers that you make is the Fairfield Fog. And uh you you gave uh, uh JP a,
0: a yes. chance. So, so hog, right? are you so Jamil's producing the show? You wanna do that one next, Jamil?
1: <laughs> yes. Well, and I think I think you ought to uh, tell the story of uh, of uh, the the hazy uh, comments that he, that you got. So I, I sent him
4: a message because I, I got some sort of you know untapped review about how it's it's good beer, but it was it's not really a hazy beer. I'd call it more of a cloudy beer. And I thought so. I sent him a <laughs> message and was like, "Dude, I think I just started a new style: the cloudy IPA." <laughs> So, yeah, we don't, I don't go for super murky. So, mm-hmm. um, it's got, you know, you can't necessarily see through it. That's not
1: hazy. That's cloudy. It's, cla- it's yeah. cloudy. Yeah. Oh, it's not a hazy. Yeah.
3: It's like tule fog, what right? That is the difference. It just kind of all yeah. birds off in the afternoon. You, exactly. you guys
1: are
0: you guys so, are killing me with these crushable. different and then The
4: way we do them, you know, I, I got, um uh, so at brew lab i there was some great guys there and one of the, my buddies i went to school with opened a place in providence rhode island called long live Beerworks and killer beers he's come out here we did a collab and then i went to providence to do one with him and um so as he says they're just called ipas they're not called hazy but i got to spend some time with him and he took me by trillium and i got to hang out there for a while and ask some questions and then you know with everybody else in the industry that I run into and ask questions. So we've kind of developed our, our process and our way. So just similar to everybody else that are doing these now, no hops touch this beer unless it's below 170 degrees Hmm. and then a huge whirlpool, huge dry hop uh, and just delicious and nice. And it's not uh, overly green or yeasty. You can drink a couple of them. Now, having said that, Is it my cup of tea? No, not necessarily. I'm a West Coast guy IPA, and like the the tasty that we made uh, together, and my the West Wind, which is our probably our our flagship, our biggest our double IPA is our biggest seller. Mm -hmm. Uh, Crisp, clean West Coast IPA with like uh, was it Citra mosaic and Amarillo, just nice, easy. That's what I prefer to drink. But I try to approach a little bit of that with the hazies too.
0: Yeah, I mean. I, 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 I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, it, it, it I get a lot of like man, like tangerine, mandarin, you know, peel yes. kind of thing going on, which I get. It is very smooth, which I, I'm not, a, it's funny how many brewers come on the show and send in hazy beers and they go, I don't really like drinking it. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's funny to me because like five years ago, 10 years ago, it's like I only brew the things that I drink. <laughs> and then now you can't do that, and I totally get it. You know, I used to give a lot of people shit, but now it's like, eh, I don't really care anymore. But it is, it is, it is not chalky. It is not grainy. It, it is not particulate. Uh, so that I, I, I really do a, appreciate. It is very soft and, and pillowy and 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 round. Um, would you call it?
4: Would you call it cloudy?
0: I know what you're trying to do. Oh. No. I mean <laughs> no. To me, that's just. It's just. It's just hazy and like, I don't know. I, I mean, can you put a gradient, a different name on like just a gradient of? Yeah, no. of, it's all a bunch of crap. Yeah.
4: It's delicious though. I mean, as far as a hazy beer goes, I mean, that's, I, I, I try to make it how I think the people that come into my place would want to drink it. And so I, I see what sells and what sells quickly. And then I, I brew more of that in that, in that direction. What are you saying, Jamil? You poured
1: that in your dump bucket. I'm just saying.
0: I don't know. Well, look, I, I, I tasted it. That's aggressive. It. Ta- first of all, <laughs> how dare you call me out on that? I feel like nobody <laughs> nobody else would have noticed. But it you... It is
3: just having like a... You're having a low alcohol in January. I mean, we can't just call them out completely, right?
0: Yeah, Sure. Sure. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, can I, can I talk about the, the whole dry January thing? Yeah, you can talk about whatever yeah, so, you want. This is your show for at least another 45 year. minutes. I've told customers, like, no, there's no dry January this year. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. No, we're all hurting. We all need to sell beer. No, yeah. I'm, your health is out the window. You have to drink beer in January. If you want to have a dry whatever, maybe let's talk October, <laughs> November. <laughs> yeah, we got to push this thing back. Well, even we then, then
0: up again. yeah, I mean, the dry, like, well, you know, Obviously, you know, whatever people want to do, that's fine. But I don't understand like the, like the solid month off um, because if you're like me, you've been drinking more heavily in lockdown than before. So I'm, I'm trying to at least go every other day. That's my new thing. I feel like I'm going to do that. Um, and then that turned in like four days the other day because I got absolutely zooted off of white wine like Thursday, woke up with a hangover, felt like shit, didn't want to get my my vaccine feeling like shit, so I didn't drink on fri- thir- Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, didn't really care and because I knew I was doing this tonight. So it just sort of happens like that. But, uh, no, I don't understand like the totally abstaining, but, you know, maybe it's just it's something new to, for people to do. But maybe in, in your case, Jason, you know, it's like, well, Buy these beers and then age them. You know what I mean. Like, here's the stout. <laughs> buy this now. Oh, that's a big beer January. <clears throat> big beer January. Don't open hey, till buy, February. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
4: Finally, he comes up <laughs> with marketing <ideas>. Finally. <laughs> hey, can you guys mark this time down?
0: That's yeah.
1: First compliment.
0: Well, but, Jamil, when you left, John Palmer came in and gave that idea. So. Yeah.
1: Oh no, I I, I need to uh, trademark this right now. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: I'll, I'll be right back. All right. We won't uh, we won't do it without you.
3: I want to know about uh, ZanaFest, to be honest. (laughs) ZanaFest in June. Was there a ZanaFest in June? Oh, right. My birthday. Yeah, Yeah, your birthday. Your birthday brewfest. That is actually a good idea. ZanaFest. I like that. ZanaFest. Yeah, I'm reminding you because I I came up with this name and I want credit. (laughs) And I think it's hilarious. We'll give you 5% at the door. I'm just saying. No, just give me a pat on the back. That's all I need. All right.
0: Yeah, I'll take her 5%. It's fine. (laughs) Back to the hazy real fast. Thanks, Jamil. Um, you said you 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 brew the beers the way that you think people want to drink them. How do you know? Do you do you sit down and do you give them the beer and you go, hey, what are your thoughts on this beer? Do you get a lot of customer feedback or you just yeah yeah to yeah.
4: Well, to a degree, but it's more what's selling and what's selling quickly. Okay. So the beers that I can rip through real quick, yeah. And I watch, you know, and I I watch the ratings on these beer rating
0: sites. Do you sometimes okay. are hilarious? You are you you're, you're that you're shouldn't the untapped monitor. Yeah, yeah, I know right. I shouldn't.
4: Yeah. I might as well just kick myself in the, in the nuts. But um it's yeah, sometimes it's ridiculous. But at least you, you I could kind of gauge like what's happening, because we're a new newer brewery, and to see, you know, we're we're competing with all these other breweries that are well known, like as hazy breweries. And if they're digging the hazy that I put out, and they're and, and the ratings are real high, and I and I go in the cold box and I see that I'm ripping through kegs real fast, then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so they like that, so we'll start we'll, we'll work more to that. Um, we're small enough that I can do that, so it's kind of fun for me. It keeps it
0: well creative, and, and that's style. But but do you do you like alter, Do you, do you, do you tweak the recipe out? Yeah, to to so, you know clean the palate. I usually
4: keep it. I keep like two hazies on. Sometimes three, and I'll do a higher ABV and a lower ABV, and mm-hmm. then I'll do some with oats, some without oats, some with flake barley, some without flake barley, and we just tweak it up, and then different hops. Mm-hmm. And just about every one that we put out, we have a few that will will we'll, you know that pop out occasionally the same ones. Yeah, um, that sold well before, but we're just. I found that the people that are coming in for the hazies are the ones that are also want what's new. So for us, when I have all sort of these classic English and Belgian beers and and a bunch of lagers on tap, that they're gravitating toward these and if I had the same one on all the time, um, I tend to sell more beer if I tweak it a little bit and give it a different name, like Fairfield Fog 1, Fairfield Fog
1: 2, and so on and so on.
0: Those are very good names.
1: Good names, right. People People like numbers.
4: People like numbers. <laughs> they re- <laughs> No, okay, I lied. That was a lie. I apologize. Told- I lied to you guys. I just made that up. Well, you know <laughs> what? There's, there's <laughs> no scientific proof behind that statement whatsoever.
0: I if apologize. there, uh, if if there is ever a beer called "People Like Numbers," uh, I'll, I'll you know I'll instantly Ooh, buy
3: it. That would be a good beer name. That is. <laughs> Let's write that down. I'm collaboration. actually taking that beer name. Collaboration. collaboration. Like
0: numbers. Totally. All, three, all three of you. Type
1: of beer name? That, yeah, that is, that's it. People um, like numbers.
3: You know, it's actually
0: a horrible beer name. <laughs>
3: that's right? not a horrible beer name. It
0: depends it on right my, my wheelhouse. House. It depends that's on the style, right though. No. I feel like it depends oh, on the oh, style. Because will not come in and go,
1: "Oh, people like numbers." Oh, that really speaks to me. That is a terrible beer name. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's in with no. all the other beer names he
2: has.
0: Yeah. All right. Look, chat room. You tell me—is that a good name or not? <laughs> and we'll get some actual testing going on because this is um, probably not. That's probably good. not. You—you you can't have a people like numbers porter, but maybe like right. a barley wine. Maybe like a barley wine. You could. People
3: like numbers.
0: People, look—you got to go high gravity. You got to go high gravity see? on that, right? Like yeah, a
3: yeah. Number? That's true. See that—that that is. It has a good amount of irony. I just found like, a place for it. Y- yeah, I mean, You're, I I think it's solid. Look, it's I no
0: think it's it. it's no tangerine so, uh, tornado. Did you, know, did but, you hear that?
4: Teresa thinks my beer uh, names are genius. That's what I got out of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, just just to let you know, Jason, Teresa is on record on this show saying that she doesn't like her own beer names very much. So
3: that I don't like what beer names your,
0: your beer names.
3: Uh, I don't know uh, his beer names yet.
0: I was just so. Kidding. I was just joking. I
3: think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I
0: know. It was a joke.
3: Oh, ha yeah. you, you
0: made her really <laughs> uncomfortable right I know. Now. I did. And then now I feel uncomfortable because I was just teasing her. That's all. That's all I'm trying you to do. You guys don't know me
4: well enough to realize that it's
0: really, really hard to make me uncomfortable. <laughs> I hang out with that guy over there. Oh. You
1: have to really squeeze tight. And then, then,
0: then it ends. Yeah. Oh, only after payment. Um, what else should we open here, Jason? Um, I was going so to go, do the, I was going to do the Belgian blonde? blonde, Belgian blonde. All right. That's what I was going to do. And then Jamil pushed me into the fog or whatever. And then so the tall blonde, I drank a lot of the fog, the tall
4: blonde. So the name behind this, there we go. I'm five foot seven. Uh, so I, I, I decided not to take the, uh, the, the uh, scholarship, um, mm-hmm. to, uh, UCLA for basketball. And uh, instead, married my wife, who's a six foot tall blonde. Nice. Really? Yeah.
1: Awesome. He felt sorry for me, I think. <laughs> no, he must because he's <laughs> more he harder than you. Yeah, well, that's not saying <laughs> much, man. He's more talented than you. I mean, well. well, I mean, what the hell's going on here? I don't know. It looks very weird, and it, look, the, it looks you know, weird. yeah my twelve-year-old daughter is my twelve-year-old daughter is the same height as me. My oh,
3: twelve-year-old
0: daughter that
4: says, "Daddy, I'm as tall as you are."
0: Wow! <laughs> and you look up at her, you're like, "Please don't say that." You know, I think my kid's going to be almost as tall
3: as me. Don't don't fear the Amazons. They're friendly. I swear. That's right. They're really
0: good. Well, tell me about the Belgian blonde here, Jason.
4: So uh, classic Belgian style blonde. It's a little Belgian aromatic uh, Pilsner malt. And uh, White Labs five thirty, so Abbey yeast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we we pitch about sixty six, and I let it roll into about eighty one to finish out. So really low, uh, the the phenolics are are really subdued, but a lot of esters. So you get like pear, some red apple, and uh, we sell the snot out of that beer. That's a that's a that's one we sell a lot of beer.
0: Hmm. I like it. Mm. I like it. Well, I I said hmm, and that it's not. It's right when I was tasting the beer, and I, I realized it looked bad. But it's interesting that you can sell a lot of this beer, and you make it over and over again. I imagine you're not taking as many liberties as you are with hazy beers, but hazy beers you have to change up so people come back and buy. It. I, I just I, I'm. It's still just one of those yeah, weird anomalies beer, pe- in the beer world get pissed that like off
4: if I do anything different with this beer,
0: and yet. The ha- I don't know why hazy beers are like the only style now that's allowed to change dramatically time over time, but everything else should be like is the same you in fact, I think you would get shit upon if you if you're, if you had a, a if this beer changed so much at, from time yes. to time, but you still call it the same thing or whatever but hazy beers you know if your hazy was the same thing you you would be shit upon It's weird I don't know. people yeah. are finicky man.
4: I would agree. Hello, JP.
3: I mean, like, if you have a beer brand that you carry forward, like, it does stay somewhat the same. Like, you Mm -hmm. might tweak it. We have a couple of beer, like, hazy beers that are always the same.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. And do you find that people would prefer them different all the time?
3: Well, I think there's always room for a new IPA, whether it's a West Coast or a hazy beer. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, if you have a hazy flagship beer, like, our one two punch is our flagship beer and we drive like 50% of our production to this beer. So it doesn't change. It's always the same. Yeah. You're, you know,
1: you're,
3: I think it's still okay to have that flagship be hazy. And I'm sure Jamil does too. Yeah. Your, every, your everyday customers, they're looking
1: for, you know, what's, what's new, For right? mm-hmm. The customers that come by a couple times a month, they want to know what's new. The everyday customer, I would say, is they don't want to see that beer change. That's their beer, they, they're coming yep. to that beer. If you change that beer, they're going to be pissed. The customers that are coming once a month or every couple times a month or something like that, they want to see what are you doing that's new. And then mm-hmm. past that, they're it's all new to them. So, you know, you have to kind of suss out your you know, who, who's your everyday drinker, who's your, I come every once in a while to see what's new, and then all the rest of them, you don't need, need to worry about it. You just need to see that you have something trendy that's on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean,
3: it's like you got to do both things. You have to have your core beers. you have to have your Belgian Blondale that they can rely upon, yeah. but then they want to see you mix it up in another area. But uh, you can well, kind of play around with where that is changing, I think. Well, and
1: this is why every brewery has to have 20 frickin' taps. <laughs> right. Yeah. 20 good beers, you gotta have 20, 20 freaking taps. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, oh my God, you know, there's uh, you know, we ch- change, we put we were putting on a new beer every week. And then, you know, somebody was complaining that it's like, it's exactly the same beers every time I come here. You know, there's no change. It's like, yeah, every week there's a new beer home.
3: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Literally 50, 52 new beers this year. yeah. So now, now, now we're at 23 new
1: taps. It's like, and still, (laughs) still, it's all the same. It's not the same. Half the freaking beers are different. The last time you were here, you son of a bitch.
0: Well, half the, you can't half win. Half you, the beers you can't are win. Half the beers are different, but they're still all IPAs.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> and so I feel like that's
0: the problem.
1: it's like well, you still have evil cousin on. You still have evil twin on. Uh, you, you know, oh, okay. All of All those are all the same beers. The rest of the menu is totally different. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. Hey, you know what's funny
4: is actually we figured out too that the the beers on the menu that are like in one two three four on the twenty beers mm. those ones sell faster than the rest. So yeah. if you want to oh. move a beer, you move it to the uh, on the upside of the, the number one upside of the menu because wow. they they see that first and they're like some people are just like oh yeah yeah number one I'll take that or number two yeah those they don't like, they don't want to, they, they see twenty beers and you're like that's a lot of work
0: those are the alcoholics you know what
4: I yeah. was never good at doing homework. I don't want to read this whole thing. I'm just going to stop right here. I'm going to order number two. Let's just have that.
1: This is this is one of the reasons I love Jason. Is thank you. Know, you. We just talk through all sorts of stuff, and we throw out whatever we're seeing, and then we have different kind of you know epiphany moments. And I, I think you know in our menu, uh, Evil Twins been number one on that board since we started. You know. So,
4: 10 years so in. so so what i'm saying is because you can call evil twin dog shit ale and it's number 1 they're still going to buy it cuz it's number 1 on the menu that's what i'm saying
0: there's only one way to find out
1: <laughs> ramble the board once a week and then people would like oh my god every beer's new every week yeah they would be floored yeah. with the new variety exactly just because it was a different order they would imagine it's all new beers we throw new. We, we'll throw a new
4: beer sometimes up early, and this is my wife's genius, actually. So I can't take credit for this. Yeah. He was saying yeah. she's much smarter than I am. Um, <laughs> you you put one of those beers up higher in the menu, you'll push through it faster.
0: That's I so mean interesting. She's probably not wrong. I, and there's there's we,
3: so we always organize our board by like you know light beers are here, IPAs in the middle, dark beers, and barrel-aged are on the right. So you're saying we just need uh, to LCD. mix the shit up.
4: Yeah, scatter them about, and then you have your menus. We have electronic menus, and they rotate. So they'll do uh, 10, and then they'll do the other 10. And then the two screens well, two screens will change back yeah. and forth. So
3: yeah, we don't, to, like, we don't do electronic. We do old school.
0: Well, you can definitely A-B test that, for sure. That'd be interesting.
3: Yeah. And just change I'm it up actually, for one day. I think this could be a fun experiment. Yeah. All right. We just we just open again, so like we're like.
1: Please figure this out. I'm just saying that.
3: I think what I'm liking about this conversation is realizing that even Jamil, like as big (laughs) as Jamil is, and us who are like slightly larger than true symmetry, (laughs) we all have the same problems. Selling beer. Selling beer. She said I was big. Well, you are. Yeah, you're. Well, it's. I didn't mean it, like, in a mean way. Yes, yeah, you did.
0: Uh, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. This is our last break. Yes, this is our last break. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap things up. We're going to have, uh, I don't know, we'll probably squeeze in at least one more beer, uh, if not two, uh, with Jason here from True Symmetry, and then... Um, only
1: six more to go.
0: Only six more to go. That's where we're all going to take a nap. And uh, that'll be good. It's it's a telethon. (laughs) That's right, yeah. Send your donations in right now. If you like programming such as this, uh, (laughs) you get a free tote bag. All right, hang on, everybody. It's the session. We're going to be right back. You're tuned into the session. Because life's too short to listen to crappy radio. (laughs) All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Jason's here with True Symmetry, of course, and then also we have uh, Jamil and Teresa as well, sitting in and helping me navigate the complex world of being neighbors in craft beer, which I don't know anything about. Uh, Jason, what is... If we had one more beer to get through, what should it be? Two beers.
4: problem is I sent you too many beers. So. Well, that is a...
0: that Yeah, normally that's not a problem, but to decide, we have analysis so a, by I, I sent you
4: a nice kettle sour. It's one of the ones we always have on. Um... And I sent you a beer called Snakes and Sparklers, which is an American um, lager, like corn lager.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So that's kind of nice. That's in your like favorite things uh, to drink. Let's do. And there's a, there's also the Tasty collab that we did. We got
0: to do that. With we got to do that. Yeah, do that one. Forever Tasty is what it's called. Can you guys tell me about this uh, about your uh, your collab here? So we did a Facebook Live. And it was uh, Jermont,
4: uh Wright, Jamil and I. He's a great home brewer, chef, and we did it Facebook Live, kind of homebrew style. We got on the camera and we talked about like Tasty's version of an IPA, and he's he came out to Greenbelt, uh, our club, and, and spoke a couple times in regard to how he likes to produce his beers. And then we took the approach of from my brewery what we had on hand. Mm-hmm. So what ingredients we had on hand to actually make this beer. So we designed it live, and then um, we brewed it a few days later, and that's the beer.
1: Well, I will, I will say this. <laughs> this tastes like a beer, tasty, would have made. Oh, Which, yeah,
0: for sure. Look at that color. I mean, that is like pale yellow.
1: Um, you know, uh, Casey and I spent a lot of time talking recipes and, and brewing and tasting and all this stuff. And I tasted a, a lot of the beers that he made and that tastes very much like tasty IPA. If he asked me, I, I think, um, you know, he loved doing the pilster. He loved doing a bit of malt, uh, wheat, he loved doing, uh, you know, there was just a certain thing that he loved doing in his in his beers, and you know, JP, I know you had, uh, or PH, I know you had a uh, a lot of uh, tasty beers over the over the years. Yeah. So it, does that not taste like a tasty beer?
0: <laughs> it does, man. And I'm trying to pinpoint that while you're explaining it, and it is, it's that, it's that sharp
1: sweetness or the the, the multi sweetness that the the thepilnery the kind of that bready that bready grainness for me the, the, the,
0: the, for me it's that it's that it's that sharp citrus mm. hop flavor it's yeah, and yeah, it, and yeah. it's not it's not it's i it's almost like pithy where a lot of times we talk about citrus and hops, and we talk about, oh, the bright citrus oil, but not the pith. But, but the way he would make some of his beers, it was almost like the full peel. Yep. It's
1: like, yeah. the classic. In, classic,
0: uh, in a good yeah. way. And not – Yeah. 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 Because, it was, because it was subtle, and he would like to layer those, those, those things in it. Um, mm-hmm. So you get that up front, and I think that sort of helped goose the, um, the bitterness – Perception, the the perceived bitterness of his beers, I think sometimes were a little bit higher than the actual bitterness was, because so, of the hop choice. Yeah.
1: So, uh, Jason and I, is this the third collab we've done, or fourth, or what? We've
4: done a few. Uh, we had Monster Cookie, and that was that was conceived drunken darts in your garage. Yeah, the
1: Monster <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> I we did one before that even.
2: Uh, I don't know. Yes.
1: I don't know guys yeah, there's been we've a number I think. and um <laughs> yeah it, you know it, it's always uh you know a, a, a ton of fun and we um i don't know uh I, I think this one we were we were trying to just you know respect Tasty's tasties you know grew in mind and the way he liked that to have things done. And, um, I think it turned, I think it turned out great. I think it turned out, you know, it's not necessarily a beer I would brew or Jason would brew. It is a beer that mm-hmm. taste you would have brewed. Yeah. Man, hundred percent boards. Well, that's, that's what he would have brewed. You know, left to his own devices. this is what he would have brewed. And
0: I, th- I think you're right, honestly, man. Cause it, and it is the, um, uh, you know, um, harder water I don't know too much about water profiles but uh, it, it seems like it is a little more crisp more clean and sort of no nonsense and uh, yeah that's very good so if you if, if you feel like
4: compare and contrast if you there's a can of West wind I gave you that's my flagship double IPA if you want to put it in another glass and just sip it in comparison like how I would normally do my Ipas and what we did with this one it is some water different water. Treatment mm-hmm. to this beer than what I would normally do a little bit, um, but yeah, it was it was all him. I'm trying uh, to like yeah. be authentic.
1: This is this is a tasty beer. Other than we didn't throw in the dog hair. We did not. <laughs> put dog hair, do we? <laughs> no dog hair.
0: No dog hair. <clears throat> is this something you're gonna keep <laughs> doing?
1: Yeah, we now we had we had uh, the Nutria wrap. From the swamp behind oh. the brewery, probably blew in through the open door, and there was sure. probably some nutria rat hair.
0: You can call and it that, yeah. I'm just
1: saying, would you would you say that's that's correct, uh, Jason? Or
4: there well, that's why I keep a gun around the brewery just to fight off the nutria.
0: <laughs> Do you guys actually really have nutria? Down there? It's a huge
4: rat. It's Do you really rat. have nutria? Actually, I have not seen yes. one in okay. Sassoon.
0: Okay, that's a rumor. Well, that's, that's the, a rumor. That's the benefit of living in Sassoon instead of Fairfield. Yeah, you don't have Fairfield Nutria. soon
1: They're good eat. I'm, well, you know what actually,
4: what actually separates what actually separates Fairfield and Sassoon is the railroad tracks. So I am on the wrong side of the tracks apparently.
0: Well it sounds like you're on the right side. If you don't have Nutria, and you guys the only thing I know about Nutria is I was watching some one of these like it wasn't a procedural cop show, but it was like it's a five like dollars
1: a, per tail
0: you can get from things. Yeah, it was like a it was like a reality series following Border Patrol, and I th- was it something like that where they would like shoot the nutria on the border because they're like they're like they're like large cats they're giant rats they're huge
3: oh my god
0: oh my god they're huge Ugh. Teresa look it up look up nutria it's crazy oh, they've so. actually they've actually only found
4: two in Sassoon in the last couple years <laughs> and they weren't near my brewery okay. I'm just saying
1: all so, right somebody from uh, in Louisiana wanted to have a fur farm and imported nutria from like uh, South America or something into Louisiana. And lo and behold, they got out of the cages. and Oh my God. They there. And they are eating everything in the swamp and destroying the swamp. And so in Louisiana, um, I mean, maybe 10 bucks a, a tail now, they pay people to go out and shoot yeah. shoot these nutria rats, and you know if you bring in their tail, they'll give you five bucks, ten bucks, whatever it is, because it's destroying the ecosystem there. And now it's huh. out through the United States. It's again another invasive species. Here's like anybody hates a nutria rat, but it's it's just
0: destroyed the uh, is destroying the environment. Which do you I've think? heard of this. Which do you think is the worst invasive species, nutria or hazy IPAs?
3: <laughs> oh, Hazy IPA, hey, for sure. That affects <laughs> which, us way more directly. Yeah, than, which do you think has
0: destroyed the invasively. community? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh come on! Now we we we've offended half the
0: country. Yeah. Uh, well, look. You know what? Half the you know, country. Good
1: hazy IPA is a lot more delicious. Than the best nutrient. rat. I don't know that.
4: <laughs> I would be weird. Bar- we had a barbecue. Let's just say.
1: I, I don't want to talk. I'm not going to go into it.
3: But. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I mean, it probably tastes like a squirrel, but I'd much rather eat a squirrel. What do you? T- it tastes
1: like chicken. Does it really?
3: <laughs> it's greasy. Animal. I have
1: no. I have no idea. That was a lie. It is a greasy ham.
0: Well, <laughs> it probably tastes like a squirrel. I've never had a squirrel either. Oh.
1: Not, not unlike
0: a lot of the DM hosts. Oh, I for sure would taste like a squirrel. No doubt
1: about it. And nutrient far <laughs> greasier than a squirrel. Squirrels fairly lean. <laughs> uh, very
0: greasy. Well, look, you uh put them p- on the Traeger, it's fine.
2: It <laughs> <all that out>. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> probably could forty forty five oh. minutes. Probably spatchcock it, blow the back out. Yeah. Um right. oh, this is a oh, good oh,
1: oh, oh, JP, you got a few more minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah get a couple a couple more of these beers. No, I know. Well I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do one more beer and then I'm gonna have one if not two special guests call in and sing to us. <gasps> and that's a clue. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a clue. Uh, I'm trying to get the second one on right now. Um but I yeah, anyway, so I like this beer. I don't I don't I'm not an IPA guy and I'm not gonna like sit here and do my whole shtick about it. Um I think having a, a you know a lot of tasty tasty beers before um Thanks very much
1: like tasty beer right yeah this is
0: it's like it's like 80% right there man maybe even 90 it's it's very very close it's a very uh, sweet uh, tribute and um, I, I think that was very I think it's very nice of you guys to do that
4: Thank you very much he was a good man and uh Jamil was a lot you guys were a lot closer to him than than I was I I've met him at a bunch of beer fests and through Chris at Berryessa and, and whatnot, and he was always really really kind. It, the first time I met him, actually, I should tell you a funny story. Uh, I was serving at the opening gala in San Francisco for Berryessa, and so we're outside, and Tasty comes up. I think, it's, and he was offering us cookies.
0: So mind you, <laughs> you know how many stories start this way. Well, <laughs> I love it. Let's just say, let's just say that I can't accept his cookies. Oh
4: sure yeah and uh so chris at various thought it was the funniest thing in the world and he was egging him on to give me cookies and i was like no no i'm good thanks i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good and then it wasn't until several years later where i got to know him much better i was like hey by the way
0: i'm a cop so so you're under (laughs) arrest
1: (laughs) yeah
4: right He he was looking at he was looking at three to five so instead, I made his. We made his beer.
1: So he never gave me a cookie. He was just like, "No, you know, you don't need it. You're,
0: you're. Well, you're, you're kind of an asshole." So, yeah. that? Well, there you go,
1: that was probably
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it 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 was interesting. Now we're just on a tangent. Um, that uh, wait, I don't want to launch this meeting. Get out of here, dude. Um, it is interesting because he he would sort of do that, Jamil, where if if he didn't think that you could see, it's just I just joined on on accident. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oops if he didn't think
1: i could handle it he he wouldn't give me the 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 cookie yeah yep, absolutely. exactly
0: if you weren't if you weren't that person if you didn't seem like that dude you'd be like no and it's not because he was a dick um cuz i mean we all are but uh, it was cuz he just didn't think that you were the guy to handle his uh you know his his shake you know what i'm trying to say well,
4: think- what's funny is i was hanging out with chris miller looking like this he still
1: offered me weed <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> you were staying around Chris, which,
3: yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, like, there's like 10 clearly there. there's a cloud surrounding Chris. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just saying. Um, all right, we got one more beer. Uh, what do you want to do, Jason? Pastry beer? Do you want or, to go something big or do you want to do it like a lager? Because the. Uh, it's up. Your call. It's up. Well, it's up to you, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't sell really all care. these beers,
4: so okay. Well, if let's people do. People come s- and buy them. I let's the do. Quads some- brand new. Um, it's delicious. Uh, and just came out last week.
1: But the
4: Snakes and Sparklers is a is a is American American lager. It it's crisp. I sell a ton of that beer. We make micheladas, so my wife makes a michelada mix for the Snakes and Sparklers,
0: and we sell micheladas as well. Damn.
3: Oh
1: yum! You should pick the one that you you would like best.
0: Well, I'm no, I'm going to pick the one that I that I won't finish now, and I'll save the one that I like best for when I can drink the whole thing.
4: Okay, so open the quad because you're not a you're not a big okay. beer guy, right? Quad. No,
0: I'm not a big beer guy. I was going to do the uh, the peanut butter one. Okay, go for Let's it. Do nope. Let's do that one. Let's do that one because I want to talk about. It. Um, so the the peanut butter beer is called Nut Punch,
1: which. Yeah. Which is not a bad name compared to all the rest of your names. Well, I was no,
4: going to say, did Jamil think of that one? That's it was a Jamil name. After like we got shut down again, so I okay. called it Nut Punch, <laughs> and I designed it to taste like Nutter Butter cookies, which is my favorite favorite cookie, and it smells and tastes like Nutter Butter exactly.
1: Well, but like, it's a beer. But
3: like nut, so, Nut Punch. Like nut somebody's going to be like, oh, like a, like you know what I really punch. want is a Nut Punch.
1: <laughs> What's the best is
4: when they come up when they come to the bar and they order. Can I have a nut punch?
3: Oh man, sure. You're like, yeah, here you go. Got one of those like fists that well, has like little st- recording. <laughs> we should something. install
4: those under the bar, right? So, like. You
0: really should. It's like that. Uh, <laughs> is it, no, but it's like that episode of Supernatural. If anyone ever seen it, when they were on the uh, Japanese game show. And they would have to answer a question, right or wrong, and they get it wrong. They would just this thing would come up and (laughs) slam them in the nuts, and uh, that's what I imagine. Nothing (laughs) funnier than a nut punch if it isn't you.
1: It really is,
0: (laughs) and even then, it's sometimes kind of funny.
1: Awesome. One of the things I want to point out is every time I type in my uh, my messaging app on my phone, true, the next word that comes up is symmetry. That's how close you and I are. Well done, sir. <laughs> well done. We're 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 linked at the nut punch. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, this this smells crazy, man. It smells like just dry, Here, like dry peanuts. Not like you know, creamy peanut butter can sort of just sort of smell sweet. It doesn't really smell sweet like that. It smells like just like dry roasted peanuts. You
1: want some some cream in your nuts? <laughs> well.
0: Whether or not I want them, and it's, you know, it's there.
1: It has some lactose in it.
4: Hopefully, you're not lactose intolerant. He's intolerant of everything.
0: I'm intolerant. I don't he think says I've had after he has butter. a big sip. I don't think I've ever had yes. another butter. Hmm. This is interesting. This is best cookie ever. Okay, this is an interesting beer, and I don't like it for for one reason. Sweet. Because it's confusing as hell. It's like those cakes that look like a fucking shoe, but it's like a it's a cake. You know what I mean? It's like that I'll where take that. It, yeah, where it's I'll like I am expecting that cuz look at this color. It's amber. It's almost like it's almost like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. It's almost like a pale like a dark pale ale, right? Which you yeah. don't think that a a pastry beer um and immediately in my head I thought it was going to be a stout for some reason cuz all of these things are. Um you don't think that's going to be a, a any peanut butter or whatever. Um but it it, it there's it's malty and then there's this like divide to like peanut butter. And then I'm like, I'm trying to find the connection to a cookie. But what I like about the beer is for me, it doesn't start tasting like a cookie, like buttery and whatever until about 10 seconds after I've swallowed it. And I've never had a beer like that where it's either you you drink and it's like, well, this is what it is. But this beer sort of puts itself together on your palate after you've swallowed the beer. So even with like a beer like
4: this for me, it a beer should taste like beer first. First and foremost, it should be a beer, and then you do what you do to it to make the other flavors happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is weird. So how do you add the peanut butter? So uh, with much research, so I did some stuff
4: with that PB2, the powder, and just a. We did all kinds of stuff and peanut butter and natural peanut butter and. I found a, a company that does like this really, really they do several, but it's it's actually an extract. Um, but it's from peanut butter that they extract and it is soluble and it soaks in just right. And then we did a bunch of trials to get it right. Actually, he came over at, he came over and got a bunch of the other ones and worked on. Do you guys put something out yet with that? Jamil? No. So there's like a bunch. There's a bunch of them. So I got this is the one that I really liked, Mm -hmm. and I thought it tasted most like real peanuts and like real peanut butter. And I could put it in the beer with some lactose to give it a little bit of back flavor behind it to give it that creaminess. But if if you're not a nutter butter guy, if you eat nutter butter cookies, which is I love nutter butter cookies, that tastes like it and smells like it.
0: If you don't want a nutter
1: in your beer,
0: eh. not not right now. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't taste like peanut butter. It doesn't smell like peanut butter. It smells like peanuts, right? It, which it's, it's is like the cookie. If you go okay. buy those cookies, I will. I'm going to buy them. I'll put them on my list, man. I'm yeah. going to buy them, and then uh, you know, all
1: artificial, nothing, nothing natural, nothing
0: <laughs> <laughs> natural. No, George Washington Carver would be pissed off. No, he would hate me. <laughs> yeah, be a hundred one. Um, that's so okay. What does this beer sell like? Do people like this kind of thing? Because to me, yeah, it, it seems so a little sticky. It's
4: it's not as fast as like a like a hazy IPA or yep. anything. But sure, it, yeah, it pushes well. Okay, and we have a uh, chocolate porter that we have on, so we'll mix it with that and kind of do like a Reese's kind of vibe. You should put and hazelnut like that as well. You should
0: put hazelnut in the chocolate porter.
4: Uh, oh, that's, that's a, a good idea. right. I've never
0: heard of anyone doing that. I'm going to do that. I, look, I'm telling you, I know, I know how to name beers, and I know how to put ingredients in them. Yeah. So you 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 I'm combine call the it
4: two. California Highway Patrol. I'm going to call it that. Too. <laughs> uh, uh.
0: Do you do like a black and tan with these, with like with this and the uh, the the chocolate um, uh, porter? The
4: gravities are pretty similar, so th- yeah, it doesn't really okay. mix well right. with those two. But because it's only it's only a six point three beer, I think, right? Yeah.
0: Do you serve Nutter Butters alongside of this? Do you sell no, Nutter but Butters be- at the tap room?
3: There's your Valentine's Day pairing: yeah. Nutter Butter cookies, a nut punch. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really ask the what the ABV was
1: of your own beer?
4: I think it's 6-3. He's got the can in yeah. front of him. I don't have the can in front oh, of him. yeah, yeah.
1: So he, he would know, and you wouldn't.
0: He's just trying to I trick. i through so many cans. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> he's just trying to he's trick. JP, is it on the can? Yeah, it's on the can. Six, it on the it's 6-3. He's trying to do the cop thing. He's trying to yeah. trip me up. He's being bad cop. <laughs> he's bad cop.
3: You're so, bad cop. Uh,
0: you were at the Walgreens, were you not? I don't know. Yeah. You tell me.
3: I think Jamila is bad cop. That's yep. what I'm You're saying. He's bad cop. Jamil's bad cop.
0: Jamil's Jamil's the bad lieutenant. Uh,
3: oh. Pretty much every time
0: we're together and
1: and talk about our, our beers. Yeah.
0: You know, classic shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah king yeah. shit right here. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. Well, I like it, man. I think it's uh it's very uh, you know, and I said it was kitschy and I didn't mean it as an insult. It's it is it is very like niche and and whatever, but uh I think it's cool that there's still some room for this. First of all, that it's not a pastry stout. That seemed to be like all anything could anybody ever could put into anything. It was like, "Well, let's make a stout and put all this crap in it." But I like that people are are bold enough to to try something like that. Do you do you guys explain it before they order it? Like, "Hey, this is a peanut butter like thing," or do right. you just go, "Oh, whatever." We'll give people a taste before they commit to a pint. Okay. All right. well,
4: and and you
1: know, uh, people should understand when they go to True Symmetry, you know, there's <laughs> quality beer being, you know, pu- you know curated there. They're, they're, you know, they're they're producing great beer, and you know, if you're going to come in and have fun, you should yeah. just order and enjoy. And well, you can't now because everything's closed down. Yeah, but you know, it, it, it's great beer and it's it's great stuff and. And uh, you know if if you don't like it, well then tell your your bartender you don't like it, and they'll give you something else. Uh, you know it may not be your style, but you know it's all well made. Um, you know uh, I, I I think the you know the there there are a number of places where you go, and pretty much everything is crap because they don't know how to make beer. And then there's places you can go where Everything's great, and maybe you don't like that style, that's fine. Right. But everything's great, so just order and, you know, belly on up to the bar. And I think True Symmetry is one of those places. So uh, I, it's right. the reason why I go there and drink and why I bring, you know, people who come and visit uh, Heretic, you know, once they they, they finished <laughs> uh, getting drunk off their ass at my place, <clears throat> Once they're totally drunk, <laughs> right? And see,
0: devastated. always has to spin.
1: It's always
0: well, a and, spin. And and it's it's a lot like you know if you have a uh, you know good wine and bad wine, you open the good bottle first, you yeah. taste that, and then you, you open the two buck yeah. chuck. Oh,
1: that, uh, true symmetry, that
0: right? So that, true that, symmetry so that, is, that, is really the two like buck chuck
4: fluffer for heretic, is what you're saying?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, Thank- right. And thanks yeah. thanks thanks that's a question yes. mark. <laughs> once, once i don't want to force you know good beer down their their drunken beer holes
0: yeah okay. look jason <laughs> at, you know at at our age all we have to do is be lucky we're involved OK, indeed, it's really just kind of, you know, how it goes. Like um, Jason from True Symmetry, thanks, man. I really appreciate you sending beer uh, to Bev and uh, uh, well, Bev was my mule. She drove it over here. So uh, I appreciate it. Where can people learn more about your brewery, man?
4: So uh, True Symmetry beer is our website or uh, we're on uh, Instagram and Facebook at True Symmetry Brewing. Check us out. Come have some beers. Come hang out. We're a local spot. Just trying to make good beer for good people.
0: Yeah. I, I thank you guys so much. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. And then uh Jamil, uh, it's uh, hereticbrewing.com to sign up for the evil um evil three, yes. Evil three or whatever it is, right?
3: Yeah, I just our, I just got mine during the break.
4: Oh really? And our triple IPA <laughs> nice. is coming out almost the same the same time, our triple IPA.
0: Oh, With man. a great
4: beer what's name, it, our triple IPA.
3: What's
4: it called? What's it called? <laughs> oh, oh, you ready for this? Yes. Yes.
0: Lopsop doy. <laughs> That's a quality name, right Yeah. What does it mean? It's from. It's
4: from. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> when they get their extra special suits, and the guy says, "You guys were really lop sop doy last night." It's Cantonese. It means wasted.
0: Ah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bro, you, lovers.
1: Bravo, beer lovers. So you, This is the
4: this is the third year we've done it. Um, we we dry it out real nice. It, it finishes perfect. This year, it's uh, Citra, Simcoe, and Strata. Wow. Tons of hops, and it's I dry hopped it three days ago. It'll be out in, like, roughly, maybe a week after them, but in the same time frame.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, looking forward to it. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks Here. a lot. Cheers, guys. I thanks. appreciate it. Uh, right now, we have two special guests, and you guys are more than welcome to, to stay on or or not, but I think. Sure. Let me see. Um, I gotta move my mouse. I'm on two computer screens, and it's hard to move my mouse. There it is. All right. Mystery guests, join and sign in, please.
3: <laughs> oh my god.
0: We got Blobber, the world, <laughs> who looks like a a Mountie with the mustache.
1: I think I saw
0: you at the, uh, at the Capitol. Uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy, Greenbelt,
1: Andy's a Greenbelt Brewers association. Andy right would. What's going That's Andy, on
0: guys? He's my
3: favorite person. Hi. Oh,
0: <laughs> What's happening oh. guys. I saw you guys in the chat room and, uh, you know, there was a flirtation going on, which is of course, par for the, 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 the courts when, when you guys enter, but, uh, me
2: and Andy are both dying of COVID. Oh no. But you guys both
0: really you guys it's both have COVID, really? Uh, of not the two kidding. people in my region that have it, I am one of them. Oh <gasps> no, what? you're too fragile.
2: I do not have COVID for the record. <laughs> <laughs> I, do. I do not have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bear hat. Yeah. You
3: know. Uh-oh. Wow. Blob for yourself.
0: You must have got it at work, I guess, Blobs, right? You know, you oh. live out in the middle of nowhere. No, I don't have COVID. Oh, okay. no, there's
2: no Oh, you liar!
0: I'm sorry, I lied. I about Canadians are supposed to not lie? That's yeah, in that's we're, in that's we're, that's, we're
2: polite. I'm sorry, I lied.
0: Yeah, that's in the national anthem, I think. Yeah, I'm sorry,
2: I lied. <laughs> yeah. This is our national
0: anthem. I will not lie to thee. I will not lie again. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a lie. Wow, good to see well, you guys. You know.
2: I got to mm-hmm. say, it's good to see you guys and a uh, random brewing company and, you know, Teresa, my person, you know, I still have my trophy, by the way. Thank you
0: so much.
3: Oh, my God.
0: You yeah. got a trophy. Yeah.
3: I don't know if you guys all know, but um, Andy stole my heart. He came to our brewery to do trivia and he stole my heart and forever. He now yeah. has my heart and our trivia prize. And I'm his biggest fan.
0: Andy does well, thank that. Andy has a collection is. of hearts. Um like some people collect bugs or butterflies and he does it with hearts and feelings.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So roll. yeah. yeah. He has yeah. many hearts. We, <laughs> we have many hearts. But we're here we're here uh, to explore um some singing and I know Blubber wanted to do a um a duet. <clears throat> so I thought I'd pick the most apropos song that I could think of, which is a classic. I think it's uh it was recorded by Lil Johnson. Uh-huh. uh march 4th 1936 in chicago where the bears play there that the deep dish that those guys out there so um so i don't know i mean anytime you sing on zoom it always comes out perfectly yes and then a tribute um you know to today's show so ready blobber no because <clears throat> yeah. when you're singing i cut you off and then you cut me off so it's yeah. going to be terrible
0: yeah so it's yeah It would have been terrible anyways.
2: is it perfect? Yeah. Hey, Jamil. Okay. (laughs) Okay, and a one and a two and a one, two, three. Selling nuts. Hot Hot nuts. nuts. Anybody here want to buy my nuts? I mean nuts. Nuts. Hot nuts. I've got nuts for sale. Selling (laughs) one for five and five for ten. ten. Once you will buy them again. Selling nuts. nuts. Hot nuts,
1: you uh, buy some from
2: up. the Peanut Man. Uh. i sellin' nuts. Hot <laughs> nuts, anybody here want to buy my nuts? I mean nuts. Hot nuts, <laughs> I got nuts for sale. They'll tell me your nuts is mighty fine, but I bet your nuts isn't hard as mine. Silly nuts, hot nuts, <laughs> you buy some from the Peanut Man. Thank you. Thank you Yay. so much. The weird thing
1: is that Andy needed to have a a guide to the lyrics for that. He <laughs> the, he had to uh, he had to yeah. read that entire thing. Uh,
2: is no, that is that obvious that I was looking at? Uh, I think you were, okay,
1: you, were, you, were, you were you were perfect.
2: You you knew Hot Nuts. It's <laughs> true. Sure. Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a song I listen What's to every that? night before I go to bed.
1: Andy, I, I, you know, you could have you
0: memorized. Yeah, it's those subliminal message tapes where you learn shit while you sleep. Yeah, it's that. But it's just that song on oh, repeat. You
2: should know. I mean, we've, well, we've been rehearsing this for months, Jamil, and I think you know how I am as a professional. I prefer to rehearse so I know every beat, every beat. So why were you reading that the entire time? Yeah, 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 that's it. Um, that was part of the rehearsal. Um
3: That gives it that like live show feeling.
2: Yeah, well, that's
0: yeah, that's part of his act.
1: Yeah,
2: during rehearsal you
1: were reading the lyrics, and so during performance,
2: I see. Uh, Excuse me. You get you get it. I mean, it's been embarrassing. I'm embarrassed
1: now.
0: Yeah, well, you should be.
2: I I understand. I appreciate your humility and. Even the best part of this whole thing is that my phone is on 5% power. So at any time, <laughs> I could just disappear.
3: <laughs> well, that's, that could be
2: said for anybody, yeah.
3: any of us. All Your the time.
2: artistic approach to this nailed it.
1: Yeah. You're in, you're in character, that's for sure.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Well, As you know, I am a professional, yeah. I'm an no, educator. And what I like to do is provide a link to the past that is uh, connecting to Dr. King's Day which we are all celebrating. Um, and, you know, for me, it's my way of putting that out there, you know? Mm. Both sides coming together.
1: Well, the weird thing for me is that, uh, Blotter, you look the most Canadian you have ever looked <laughs> in your life. I look what?
0: The most Canadian.
1: The most Canadian. oh. You look very Canadian. Well, I'm extra zoomed, right? Maybe, no. maybe. Yeah. maybe. Extreme close-up. Instead of looking uh, a meth addict, you look... <laughs> Far more far Canadian now.
0: it is. The, it is the mustache. Yeah, yeah. Just come up with a beer name: Canadian Meth addict.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <it>. Hey, just saying. <laughs> <pod>. Just saying. <laughs> <a beer laughs> just saying. What about Canadian <laughs> mustache? Ooh, Canadian mustache bet. is pretty good. Yeah. See, I think that would actually be a good beer name instead actually, of Canadian. Yeah, probably
2: easier to sell with the. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it sounds. To me, Canadian mustache sounds more like a category than a beer name. If you know what I mean. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Andy Andy, Andy uh, M one. He, he got it.
0: Like hazy. It's Extra. That's all op- I got. Apologetical. That's right. Yeah. Extra apologetic. I'm sorry. This. I don't. I just. I don't know. <laughs> I'm. I'm
2: sorry. That was. Sorry, that was terrible. Yeah.
0: I'm Love really it. sorry. You hand the beer over. I just. I don't I'm know. Over I can't. With water. it said he looks like it's
1: video from the 70s. Does it not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it is because it is zoomed in it's the the quality is also a little bit um not f- maybe a little fuzzy but it's not as high def as Andy's right and, and it's it's like everything is fuzzy the color fuzzy in the 70s come on it's the color temperature it's very flesh colored um and uh in uh, now i'm thirsty <laughs> I'm thirsty for a short Canadian sorry. for some reason. I'm sorry. He's no. trying
3: to tell you just how handsome you are. Well, that's that's why he said this. The so. 70s with the, 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 the you know. <laughs> don't you know.
0: No. Okay. okay. Blubber does have, he does have a certain <laughs> aesthetic going on. That is for yeah.
2: sure. looks like you're rolling with your homies. How's it work? Oh, black oh. and white. Uh-oh. Yeah, there I can't do go. any of that stuff. My phone's about to die. Uh,
1: you're, uh, what else you're, looks like they're in the, the in real? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I just want to say, Teresa, I love you so much and I miss you. And uh, Jamel, what can I say? You're the best ball buster in the business. And go Greenbelt, Jason. I mean, you know, those from the old days. And JP, yes. the other things that, you know, people say that are nice.
0: Yeah, well, you know, um, <laughs> uh, feelings to you. I'm feeling you, my good sir. (laughs) As it goes. Yes. Uh, Go shave. uh, Go shave Kim's head for me, please.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go shave Kim's head real quick, and I'll see you guys on the flip side. If you know what I mean. Thanks for letting me be part of the show. Great show, by the way. Of course. And good luck on those beer names. Thanks. Cheers. That's what I do. Cheers. I gotta shave my head off.
0: Do it. Too much. Yeah. I don't know
2: how to. All right. Cheers, you guys. Bye, Teresa.
0: Just leave it connected. And put your phone down and walk away.
2: Hi Andy, love you. <clears throat>
3: love you. All right. All right. Hi Blobber. Out, I guess
0: you're out too. All right. Well, hey man, it's good to see you, dude.
3: It's it's uh it's only ten here, so yeah.
0: Well, I mean, we're gonna wrap it up anyway, so you know. Wait, is it later or earlier? I think it's earlier for you guys. It's earlier for us. It's six fifty-one. Two a.m. Right <laughs> now. Two a.m. Yeah, uh, we're actually still in the year twenty twenty. So that's how, that's how far back we, you know, oh, we actually are. Yeah, I know it sucks. How is it out there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, well, nice, 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 seeing you guys. Yeah, you too, man. Thank you. All right. All right, bye.
3: Oh, there. All right, bye. we're,
0: we're going to wrap it up here too. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. Really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, be good to each other. And uh, we'll see, you, I think actually this Coming Monday, the next show, I want to say... Here, let me check my calendar real fast, because I think we have... Yes, we have Dave Marlieve, f- uh, mm-hmm. formerly a Flat Tail. I don't really know. Uh, also, with New Spring, he has <laughs> a whole thing. Dave has a whole... Of course, Dave has a whole thing going on. I don't know what it is. He's launching a new beer brand. He's also doing some other stuff, and he's like a third thing going on. So we're going to catch up with Dave um, this coming Monday, the 25th, 5 p.m. Check it out. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll see you later. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, J.P.'s an asshole. Justin's in my sky and winning the race. J.P. does great as his charity.